This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Andrew Tate, and you're listening to Welcome to Paradise. It sucks. This show is all about hearing real people share their real and really awful vacations that have gone horribly awry. Today, we hear from Dylan, a college grad, taking what she assumed to be a romantic camping trip with her boyfriend. Little did she know, this camping trip was actually a shrooms trip with her boyfriend and his lame group of friends where she was left to babysit them all. This is episode two, Shrooms for Improvement. I thought, sure, I'll supervise my adult boyfriend on his first shrooms trip. What could possibly go wrong? Meet Dylan. It's 2010. At this point, she had been with her boyfriend Ryan for three years. They met at their expensive liberal arts college in New Hampshire, and it was your typical collegiate love story. She was in the shared kitchen making sleepy time tea before bed while he was in the common room watching whatever film bro movie was on at the time. Let's go with A Clockwork Orange. And it was love at first sight. He had that Justin Bieber hair flip at the time. What's a girl supposed to do, not be turned on by the Biebs cut? No one could hate on the Biebs. From that night onward, Dylan and Ryan did everything together. Cute walk-in-the-park dates, romantic dining hall dinners for two. They even took a sketch comedy class together. Three years flew by, and these two were still madly in love. There was really only one problem. Dylan hated Ryan's friends. They were all friends he had from high school, which was a boarding school, by the way. That always gave me the ick. And they were just complete schlubs who didn't really do anything with their lives, or like, ever. Here I am trying to land a PR internship in New York, and they're just hanging at a children's park throwing rocks at each other. That's just kind of lame, right? Of course. And I really tried. I did. Tried my best to like them. But there are only so many times you can force a chuckle out of that's what she said joke. We get it. You watch The Office. That's when Dylan's worst nightmare, or maybe the most tedious and awkward possible scenario came true. Ryan invited me on a camping trip, so I instantly said yes because I love camping. But he left out an important detail. It was a camping trip with his loser friends in Connecticut. I wanted to spend time with Ryan and go on a little vacation. But what was I going to do? Be honest and say, no, I hate your friends. They're annoying and loud for no reason. One of them always smells like hot dogs. No, I'm a nice person. So Dylan played the role of happy and supportive girlfriend and went on the camping trip. But at least she texted her friends and complained about the situation during the entire ride up. (sighs) 
As soon as we pulled up to the meeting house, we were greeted outside by the friend who smells like hot dogs and the quiet one. He went in for a running bachelorette-type hug, and I went for a wave. Quiet one stood by the door and just watched our encounter like Jane Goodall observing her monkeys. I don't like that girl. Something's off about her. Dylan and Ryan were the last ones to arrive. The rest of the group all lived in Connecticut, so their drive to the cabin took them each all of 10 minutes. We walk inside and I already smell weed. That's fine, except the last time my boyfriend got high, he was so paranoid he couldn't get off the couch for four hours. He was convinced the floor wasn't real, and if he stood up, he'd fall into the Earth's core. So the presence of marijuana was not a good start. Dylan and Ryan sat down on the couch as the rest of the group passed around a joint. Animal Planet played quietly in the background, because stoners like Animal Planet. And some cliches are true. Also, there weren't even snack options available. Who decides to get high and not have a plethora of snacks? No vanilla wafers? No Cheetos puffs? Not even a lifesaver gummy? Just a bowl of some cranberry granola. Cranberry almond crunch, to be exact. So the couple and the friends sat around the couch while they all got high. Well, not Dylan. She didn't partake. I'm watching the animal documentary on TV, and it's actually kind of interesting. This mom bear had to carry her kids across the street, and... That's when the gang decided to head out and get food for the weekend. One of them bought all these cans of tuna. Another got canned chili and string cheese. But when I proposed getting s'mores ingredients, they looked at me like I was crazy. S'mores are literally the only reason to go on a camping trip. After those camping essentials were purchased, the group split into two different cars to drive out to the campsite. Ryan, Dylan, and the quiet one in the car. Hot dog guy, the art school dropout, closeted Republican, and the Japanese sword collector in the other. An eclectic bunch. We arrive at the campsite at like 7 p.m., It's dark, the crickets are chirping, and that's when Japanese sword collector goes, I forgot my sleeping bag and tent at home, because of course he did. Ryan offered him a spot in the couple's tent, just to be nice. The katana enthusiast eagerly accepted, neglecting to mention that he suffered from night terrors. But all that happens later. So, after what felt like two hours, the tents were set up, and the gang was finally ready for the fun to start. We sat around the campfire, and that's when the art school dropout pulled out a bag of what looked like dried apple slices. It made sense to me that he'd bring Ziplocs of weird-ass snacks. But those weren't apple slices. They were mushrooms, like shrooms, psilocybin ones, the kind that get you high. Very, very psychedelically high. Art school dropout said that his friend had just started dealing, and he was his first client. He thought tonight would be the perfect night to get high on shrooms with his closest friends on the perfect hot, humid, starless night. Ah, yes, a hot, humid, starless night with his closest friends and the girlfriend of one of them that he didn't even know that well. One by one, the friend group snacked on shrooms. Only Dylan and the secret Republican did not. They nobly served as the watchers should anyone have a bad trip. And since we're recording a whole podcast episode about this night, that's exactly what happened. Patience, listener. I don't really do any drugs and especially didn't want to at night in the middle of the woods with people I hated. So I decided to babysit them. 
Once shrooms are consumed, they take about 30 minutes to kick in. That whole half hour, they all wouldn't shut up. They kept asking each other, do you feel it yet? Nah, man, do you feel it yet? <laughs> nah. That's when 30 minutes went by and you could notice the energy in the room. Well, Woods just switched completely. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm being my best self when I've been honest with myself and accepted myself for all of the flaws and struggles, as well as my positive traits. It's when I don't beat myself up for being human and I allow myself to love myself. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of yourself. Because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything that life throws at you. Therapy has changed my life. It's now one of the things that I look forward to every other week. Just the act of talking to somebody who cares and knows what I'm going through truly helps me to be my better self. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be your best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash paradise today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash paradise. You've been stewing about a health problem that you have. You almost resort to texting your group chat to get your friends' opinions, scouring through message boards online, reading others' experiences, and hoping to get some kind of advice. I've been there, and oftentimes it can just make things worse. I've convinced myself that I've had all kinds of medical problems because I was too intimidated to try and find a doctor. You're extremely unlikely to find quality medical advice in your group chat, but you can find it from a doctor on ZocDoc. Thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc are here to help you. They listen like a friend and give you the expert care that you need, and it's way easier than I expected. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more doctor roulette and scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. It's so easy. Just go to ZocDoc.com paradise and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com, ZocDoc.com slash paradise. Again, that's ZocDoc.com slash paradise. Now back to the show. They instantly veered from annoyingly chattery to alarmingly silent. It was kind of terrifying, actually. 
We're a group of young college students alone in the middle of the woods. Most of us are on drugs, except for me and the one who won't admit to being a Republican. Like, we know you are, Allie. You like too many anti-Obama tweets to not be at this point. That's when the night went from exciting to more exciting. Wait, not more exciting. That's not the right word. Overwhelming. Yeah, that's it. It got overwhelming for Dylan. Now, here I am with a Republican that I don't really like, babysitting five idiots on shrooms for an eight-hour psychedelic trip. Whoa, eight hours? Yeah, it takes a long time. Wow, well, here's how it unfolded. The hot dog guy stared at a tree with his eyes wide open, not even blinking. The quiet one, ironically enough, wouldn't stop talking about the beauty of flowers and the bugs that lived inside of them. (laughs) When this girl started talking, I was like, that's what she sounds like? I don't think I ever heard her speak before. She usually just nods and occasionally chuckles. The quiet one was so amazed by the mosquitoes that she ran around and tried to catch some. As for the art school dropout, he cried about the trajectory of his life and how he was a failure to his family. His older brother was a successful lawyer, he explained, while he was in the art school dropout. He's like, I couldn't even paint a portrait of myself. Who even am I? When I look at myself in the mirror, am I just a stranger to myself and to others? I'm a shell of a man. It was at this point that Dylan looked over at her boyfriend, and in the light of the campfire, she could see that he was squinting really hard. Like he was observing something or trying to solve a problem. Then he just started laughing out of nowhere. Ryan had a surprise in store for Dylan. A warm, fragrant, and embarrassing surprise. My boyfriend pissed himself. My grown-ass adult boyfriend peed himself, sat in his pee, and would not get up. Dylan tried to get him to go change his pants, but he refused, likely due to the influence of shrooms. Ryan seemed proud of his accomplishment. He peed himself, damn it. And he needed the world to see. I'd never seen him so confident before. He usually runs t-shirts by me before buying them. He even sends pictures of them to his mom first. But this time, he peed himself and would not get up. He was tripping balls, having the time of his life, all while sitting in his own urine. And it had to have been a lot of pee. Ryan had consumed a lot of drinks that day. Several bottles of water, a Trenta Starbucks iced tea, an apple juice, and some lemonade. At least, he liked to stay hydrated. Dylan looked over to check on the rest of the overgrown children, taking special notice of the sword collector. He was karate chopping the air. What's even crazier was that the guy who smells like hot dogs also peed himself. I'm thinking, is there something wrong with these shrooms that's making adult men piss themselves tonight? Dylan and the secret Republican watched as the friend group became their own little circus of weirdness. Two people sat in their pee-filled pants. One ran around almost collecting bugs. Another quietly cried to himself, and the last one played ninja. This was the 2000s, so I felt like I was on an episode of Punk, and Ashton Kutcher would eventually come out and be like, this is all fake, ha-ha. But no, that did not happen. And so the night concluded. Dylan and the Republican casually talked about class, work, future goals, and pets, carefully avoiding politics and social issues. The art student cried himself to sleep, while the rest of them tired themselves out after some pretentious talks about life and finally understanding our true purpose. Ryan eventually changed into clean undies. Good boy. The morning after, everyone was fine. Like nothing happened. 
The group all had breakfast together, consisting of bran muffins, little boxes of cereal, and bananas. Then they went on a hike, packed their stuff up, and headed back to home base. Did I have a fun time? Of course not. I had to babysit a group of people I didn't like. I guess I have a fun story to tell now. As Dylan and Ryan drove back to campus, they thought back on their trip to Connecticut. Ryan declared that he had a new outlook on life, telling Dylan that, quote, psychedelics have altered my life completely, end quote. So whatever happened on his journey to the center of the mind trip must have been life-changing. We did go on another vacation later that year to New York City. It was incredible, although... This time, I was the one who peed their pants, but that's another story for another time. What have we learned today, listeners? If you're looking for a good, drugged-out time, be prepared. Make sure everybody has their sleeping bag and tent. Pack plenty of snacks. And just in case, maybe bring an adult diaper or two. Now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, Andrew's Travel Tips, where I give you some helpful tips and tricks on how to have a happy and healthy vacation. I believe the Dalai Lama once said, once a year, go someplace you've never been before. I think when he had that in mind, he forgot that Tallahassee, Florida existed. Since our story today was about a camping trip, I thought let's give you listeners some helpful tips on what to pack for the perfect camping trip. Of course, you need a tent for slumber safety, a rubber mallet for building said tent, and a sleeping bag and a pillow for a sleepy night-night time. But what you also need is to keep one eye open at all times. You never know who can be out in those woods. Bears, snakes, a bear that had an affair with the snake and created a bear-snake offspring called a snare, spiders, you know, the usual. Another tip is when you're done with the campsite, take a look at it. Let out a nice long breath and say, this is the life, or I could get used to this. Keep in mind, the lake water is not for drinking. As much as you want to drink it, don't. Even when its siren song entices you, lifting you off your feet and carrying you to its side, seducing your thirst in a delicious manner. You mustn't drink the lake water. It's filled with fish piss. And that's just gross, man. When it comes to using the bathroom in the woods, make sure you announce to everyone where you'll be going and invite them in case they get lonely. Pooping is a job meant to be in pairs. That's why there are two P's and two O's in it. One last thing to keep you alive during your camping, just have fun. No matter what people tell you, camping is cool and not stupid at all. Sleeping outside with no safety of a lock or air conditioning getting bit up by numerous bugs or sleeping on the hard ground is a great idea and very fun. I'll leave you with this. Go on that camping trip, but don't invite me unless we're making s'mores. Thank you for listening to Welcome to Paradise, It Sucks. And don't forget to write a review wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. While you're at it, 
follow me at Let's Not Meet Cast on Instagram for more updates on upcoming episodes and check out my other shows, Let's Not Meet, a true horror podcast and Odd Trails at crypticcountypodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to hear your worst vacation story on the show, please email us at welcome to paradise it sucks at gmail.com. And until then, stay prepared and ready for any adult accidents that may come your way. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.